Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode 21 of It's Not the Worst Movie Ever podcast. I'm your host, Sterling Hammer, and here's my co-host. Lee Paddock. We bring you this podcast on November 9th, 2020. Thank God democracy lives. Now let's jump into it. Um, This week we watched a movie by me, obviously. You know how it goes now. Picked Uh, by you. We told you last week what we were watching for richer or poorer. I know absolutely no one heard of my movie. It's kind of almost funny at this point that like I thought Lee's movies would be the most obscure ones. But at this point, I think I've had some more of the more obscure just yeah. who would watch that. <laughs> and then there's yeah, me and I, then I face comes out of nowhere. I would. <laughs> um, yeah, this movie's pretty, uh, pretty obscure, I guess. It is, yeah. And it wasn't supposed to be. Um, it's not <laughs> like it didn't have big backers. and It, <laughs> it looked like it was probably out. a big deal when it came out. Yeah, I know. Like, when you think that cast, that those two people. Yeah, it has, like, like every actor, like, you'd see in, like, a 90s movie, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, you'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a little of the background in a, in a little bit. <laughs> there we go. We'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. Um... At first, let me just read you guys this synopsis so you can kind of understand what I'm, we mean by this movie and how this movie is chosen by me. You'll understand it after the synopsis. Um, yep. Brad Sexton, Tim Allen, and his wife, Caroline. Caroline. Caroline, Caroline yeah. I'm so sorry. It's disgusting, man. Christy Alley are wealthy New Yorkers with both marital and financial problems. The latter issue becomes a pressing matter when they discover that their accountant has embezzled millions and has pinned the blame on them. Forced to go on the lam, Brad and Caroline end up in an Amish area of Pennsylvania and decide to pose as members of the religious group to evade the IRS. As the two adapt to the simple Amish lifestyle, they begin to reconnect. (laughs) Just nice and simple. We got a good uh, yeah. old fourteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. You know how we do. <laughs> My movies always be killing it. Whoop whoop. I wonder what the audience. Uh, that's probably the critic score. Um, I wonder what the audience score is. Let's check it, everybody. We could do this. We can. Yeah, he's looking. Oh, uh, we got right a, now, and we got a, We're sitting at a five point eight on the IMBD, which is kind of funny. A, that's almost above average. I was, yeah, I was thinking. It's funny that like e- even the letterbox is two point four. Like the letterbox is half fifty fifty, and the IMDb is uh five point eight. But the Rotten Tomatoes is fourteen percent. Because I'm sure that's the critics' rating, not the audience rating. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Oh yeah, because ah, the yeah. audience is forty six. There you go, and that seems that's Critics lining up. And audiences with. are always split. N- not always, but yeah, ninety percent of the time. time. I mean, it's still like considered rotten. Forty six percent is not um, a positive score <laughs> at all. No, no, yeah, this movie. Green, I mean, it's yeah, fifth. It's this is an green F. popcorn bucket. Yeah, it's a it's a an F. I know that. Well, I think it's more of a D. Forty six out of a hundred. Yeah, okay, yeah, F. <laughs> wow. So, um, yeah, this movie is not fondly but, remembered, it looks like. But it is by it is fondly remembered by me. I can tell, yeah. <laughs> you really enjoyed this movie. I did. I, I enjoy, like, I enjoy just, I enjoy Tim Allen. I enjoy Adam Sandler. I enjoy just goof. I enjoy wholesome. I enjoy just 
No plot. Not not challenge. Nothing challenging. Yeah, the plot means nothing. It's just a a vehicle to to deliver you entertainment. Or yeah, a vehicle for that star, you know, Adam Sandler or Tim Allen mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to do a shtick. Even though I'm not saying this is my favorite Tim Allen movie. Oh, God, my favorite Tim not. Allen movie <laughs> is Galaxy Quest. By far. Yeah. I think that's one of yeah. his best roles. And then also I great. love Tim Allen. I mean, I'm just I, I love Tim that Allen. The movie's better than the typical like Tim Allen movie though. It's better than Christmas with the Cranks. I like Christmas with the Cranks. Oh, Fuck you, man. That movie sucks. Explicit every everybody. Fuck you, man. <laughs> uh <laughs> Yeah, I like. I I knew you would. I mean, obviously you weren't gonna like that movie. And everyone, spoiler alert. Obviously, spoiler alert. But spoiler alert, Lee didn't like this movie. Um, <laughs> well, I nothinged this movie. That's good. I I guess I've I've nothinged a couple of your movies. I guess that's but, yeah, well, this is this might be this. No, you've nothing more than a few of my movies. <laughs> the Duff, I think, because I've completely forgotten about the Duff. I, you, every single podcast, you bring up the fact that you have forgotten the Duff, which shows that you have not forgotten. I just the remember Duff. the idea of watching it, but I don't remember anything that happened in it. I know it's just, but it's just hilarious how you always bring it's it up. It's memorable in the fact that I they, can't remember it. Yeah, you're just flabbergasted. You're like, why do I remember the name? But then so there's well? other movies that I just th- realized that I kind of forgot that we watched. I kind of forgot about Transporter Three, even though I kind of enjoyed that movie. I enjoyed oh, it yeah, more it's than. Su- it's a subtle brag that you forget my movies. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're like, yeah, I don't, I don't even remember most movies we've watched of yours. <laughs> <laughs> Well, guess who's sleeping next week? <laughs> I almost did fall asleep watching this movie, everybody. Yeah, so guess who's sleeping next week, and guess who can actually do it? <laughs> Sterling is the master napper. Master. I can even do it while driving, everybody. I don't condone that. I'm that's, just kidding. It's all a joke, uh, yeah, everybody. That's Comedy. extremely dangerous, and I don't recommend it. Well, I recommend it for Lee because he's rude. But <laughs> um, just, okay, so let's get a little background of this movie. Uh, this was directed by Brian Spicer. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was th- he's a direct. This director is not the biggest movie director, if you could tell. Uh, this <laughs> was only his second movie that he had directed. His debut into debut. directing debut uh, debut. Thank you. Uh, uh, into the directing world was Mighty Morphin Rangers the movie. Oh my god! Nineteen ninety five. Holy shit. So, I mean, I remember that movie. I, I mean, obviously, I love that movie because it's well, a kid. Did he direct anything after this? Uh, McHale's Navy. Oh, my God. I remember that movie, too. What the fuck? It's by the same And that's studio. also a TV adaptation, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it was the, it was a, a show from, like, back yeah, in the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But this guy, this that's Sick. what this guy, now, Sick why com. you kept commenting, this movie felt like a sitcom like a TV show as well. Like I said, this oh. he only had three movies that he made. But I mean, after Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie. I mean, after that, but that's another cinematic that's masterpiece. Ano- that's another show movie. It is. It's yeah, a, it's based, it is. So, but richer and pro- richer or poorer is not based off a show. It was his first like actual like movie movie. Right, orig- based off based off an original script. Yeah. 
Um, but the reason why his movies feel like TV is because that's what he does. He had he's a huge, uh, not huge, but that's that's his bread and butter is directing TV shows. Okay, he's, so, some of just the few that he's Makes directed sense. in. Uh, some of the few that he's a big producer and directs in is uh, Magnum PI, the new one. Uh, uh, there's a new one. Hawaii, yeah, Hawaii. I didn't know, but I, I guess there is Hawaii Five O, the new one. Uh, Castle, yeah. which was one of my favorite shows on ABC. People really love that show. Oh, I love that show, and then it went downhill so hard in the end because the main actor didn't wasn't getting paid enough or something. And it was oh, just, uh, Nathan Fillion. Yeah, I got fucked, and, and just I I just didn't finish the show it once sucks. they got married. Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, Burn Notice, he did a couple episodes. Oh. Terminator, the 2008 one, a couple episodes. Oh, the Sarah Connor Chronicles? Yeah. Uh, Prison Break, a couple episodes. Mm. Uh, one of the uh, first things he did was Sequest 2032. Oh, my God. I remember Directed that show. Those. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember that show, but... That has uh, Roy Scheider from Jaws in it. He's the lead. He plays the, the captain. It's like it's kind of like a Star Trek show. Who's Roy Scheider? He played Chief Brody. In is it what that uh, 2020 or 2021 Sea Lab show is kind of parodying on Adult Swim? No, Land? that apparently is like using animation from, from an a real old, show. That's like what I was thinking. As forgotten. I said that, I was like, I'm pretty sure they just like dubbed over that show. Yeah, which yeah. because the show is already so stupid and ridiculous, that's what made it amazing. Yeah, that and the rights funny. probably cost Adult Swim like a nickel. But no, those two shows have no relation with each other. Yeah. Um, and then a lot of people who worked on this movie were just kind of like in TV world. The producer was Richard Breaker, who worked with Tim Allen on a bunch of things. He produced uh, Tim Allen's both of his uh, comedy, comedy specials, specials from the early 90s, mm -hmm. uh, the two first Santa Claus movies. Oh. He did. He was a producer and, he, and a big thing in uh, the Last, Sta Last Man Standing, that show. Oh, wow. With, so they uh, worked with Tim the, Allen. Which they I love, everyone. Their partnership. Wow. If you if you like um, Tool Time, I Home Improvement. Oh yeah, my bad. Home Improvement. Tool Time's a show in. That's uh, the name of his show. On yeah. The show. Yeah. Um, I would suggest you watch Last Man Standing. It's it's entertaining and I like it. Um, they have a lot of character changes throughout the show, and I hate when shows do that. But you deal yeah. with what you have to deal with. Um. This guy also worked on the Drew Carey show, which is a oh. show that many people might remember. Me and you do. I do. do. I watched. Yeah, I love that show. I that show was too. one of my favorite shows. It was funny. The big fat lady, Drew Carey, <laughs> and then like obviously the guys that would follow him over to whose line it is anyway. Right, Ryan um, Stiles and Diedrich Baker. I think. Thank God we name. have Lee's memory because I didn't know those. But yes. Um, so yeah, you can tell that this movie ha a lot of the people working on it were probably going with the brain of the TV show. So it's like oh, okay, you can kind of see why it has that like ding boom boom ding ding boom like yeah the music the, the is music just ridiculous. I, I hated it. That was one thing that like I've noticed over the last few movies. Ever since you said that, and since it's such a big deal to you, you've commented more, uh, more than once on my movies and even sometimes your movies about the music about the music. Whether you like it or not like it, mm -hmm. like you don't even always like the music in your movies. Seems like a big deal to you, and it wasn't a big deal to me before. And now I can't not hear it. <laughs> like before, I would have watched this movie, the music would have been goofy, but I would have not thought of anything of it. I would have just been like, "That's what the music is." Right. Yeah. But now I'm like, dum -bing, dum -bing, dum -bing. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> well, um, I still like it. It's, it doesn't take yeah, me out of yeah. it like you probably. Oh, but I just, um, I'm well. I, it's not that it like I guess it's appropriate for 
the tone yeah, you want, of like, this movie. Dum, boom, dum, boom, and he's just like an Amish guy. Like, <laughs> what, what's happening right now? It should be like. Dum, bang, dum, bang, dum, bang. But it's but, uh, it feels really it, sitcom. It always you, now I can just tell when it's cheap. When yeah, they're like, really oh, cheap. the budget for the sound, uh, the music. Here's a thousand dollars, and the guy was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> you get a thousand dollars here's universal's like fucking catalog of cheapest fucking songs we can rent from them have at it <laughs> fill it up you get a 12 person because there's orchestra. not even like any music that like sings or like there's no soundtrack really or there's no. no they didn't pay like even like a it's struggling kinda, artist to make a song just kind of generic comedy movie Sounds. music like you would hear in a sitcom exactly or a comedy special. And, or right you know, before like a comedian in the 90s walked out to his comedy <laughs> special. It felt, yeah, it almost felt like a parody. Yeah. Um, and, this sh- and this movie wasn't written by, it seemed like, the greatest... Uh, not, I don't, I, I'm not hit shitting on the writers, but like they didn't have the greatest yeah. like history of being uh, movie writers. Uh, no, Jaina Howington, the only... I couldn't find much on her. The only other credit I could find... She had this, and then jump all the way to 2020. Wow. Curious George, go west or go wild, and go wild. I, mean. I have absolutely no idea what that you know is. Curious George's. Well, I know it. Of course, I know it. Yeah, so George she just made is. a kids movie. Uh, like it seems like. So that's her only written things that I could see on her IMBD. That's, that's probably like a Netflix animated thing. Probably or something. And then Stu, Steve, uh, Lukanik. Uh, The guy sounds familiar. He, uh, he he done more. He's done more. He's actually like got much more, uh, uh got much more, more of a resume. But he was he did a lot. Most of his writing and work, it seemed like, was being a producer for documentaries, TV hmm. documentaries, big time documentaries. Nothing I had ever heard of, but he hmm. had a lot of credits. But it was just mostly all documentaries, except for the just randomly written. Wrote or like wrote richer for poor, and then it's just like documentary, documentary. <laughs> that, like, is, that is so weird. <laughs> people probably just took that money. Yeah, it's, it feels like everyone was kind of on autopilot with this movie. But okay. It's a bit. It's a bit. It's a bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's get into the cast of this movie because we already mentioned mo- some the main people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim Allen as Brad Sexton. I just love the name Sexton. It's just like so stupid. They were just so lazy with the last sure name. They were just like live sex get tons. A cheap, get a cheap laugh. Yeah, well, they have a lot of sex, but they don't. <laughs> okay, you're stupid. Um, but <laughs> I I love Tim Allen. I'm a huge fan. I've already said it at the beginning of this podcast. I grew up watching Home Improvement, as uh, I think most millennials kind of did. Yeah. Especially if you just watch sitcoms a lot. And, if you yeah, were a sitcom kid. We grew up kid. with reruns. We didn't actually watch it while it was on. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this we would have ended... really young. <laughs> around the time this movie was coming out was when Home Improvement was ending. Uh, Yeah. It was like mm-hmm. 97. And you know, it, you know, it kind of feels weird that it stars Tim Allen and then you'll get to the, the next person that it stars in his Yes. Um, but yeah, I'm a big fan. I just love dumb humor, and he's just that. He's just a lot of noises. That's what Tim Allen's humor was <laughs> in the nineties, <laughs> and just him going like, uh, oh, and not even just yeah, not even all the grunts. Just like he just make noise a lot. Him just hitting his hand and going, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot of <laughs> and his like his like vomit faces. Oh yeah, <laughs> this was peak Tim Allen nineties. Uh, uh, like I like 
like I said, this was the peak of of his career almost. Or basically, pretty much. This was the yeah the because height the of show his, like, just popularity. ended. He was he, the Santa Claus movies were super popular. This was before Santa Claus. No, too. he'd already done the first one. But this was before. But Santa I mean, Claus like he had too. popular movies already. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah his yeah. career was <laughs> boop, 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 boop. jungle to jungle. Anybody remember that? God, where he brings uh, that um, the native boy who apparently. Oh yeah, I love that movie. <laughs> yes, yeah, that, that that's his son. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. His mom would lived in like a like in a tribe, like because like, she was like an aid worker or a documentary. He climbs outside of the <laughs> Statue of Liberty, kills all the birds with yeah. the poison darts. Yeah, I love that shit. That's a good movie. Eats the all the fish. It's all fucked up. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Um. Nostalgia. Yeah. Uh. But uh, when I was reading this, critics didn't hate at Tim Allen in this movie. Really, they hated the plot. <laughs> it is kind of they like, like they're uh, like Tim Allen was professional and he was Tim Allen. That's nowadays, what I saw. Everyone would be like, "Oh, Tim Allen." Is well, they wouldn't make this movie nowadays. <laughs> no, probably not. Uh, or they would, but yeah, Tim Allen would not be the star. Nope. Um, and like Lee just was uh, mentioning earlier, this his now the the person who plays his uh, love interest and his wife is Christy Alley. I think it's Kirstie Alley. Kirstie Alley, yep. I knew it was, I was saying it wrong. Kirstie Alley. Uh, she played Caroline Sexton. Stupid name. Um, mm-hmm. She is my mom and every boomer Gen X white lady's love. Like, yeah, white ladies. She was on Cheers. She was on Cheers, which is an okay show. I don't really remember that much, but I didn't hate it. I wasn't, yeah. That show, I didn't really um, And I don't hate Kirstie Alley either. Like, I. Uh, no, I don't either. I love the Look well, Who's Talking movies. She's Those in movies one, are hilarious. And she's, in, uh, she's in one of my favorite movies of all time, actually uh, Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. Oh, I remember she is in Star Trek, but I don't remember. I don't. I think I saw that as a kid, but I don't remember that much. Well, yeah, she she plays uh, like the Vulcan, like new first officer or whatever trainee. <laughs> That's so random. Yeah, the movie's great. I love that. I'll probably show the Star Trek movies to you one day. I've seen all of them, every single one. I'm a nerd. I've seen like a handful probably over the years, but I do not. And, and not I've remember I've watched any of them. the show. I've watched the shows too. I you know, I like Star Trek. One yes, you do. Yes. And you like Star Wars, so you're not one of those people who's no, like, I only no. like one. No, I um, like both. But yeah, I love the Who... Uh, did you ever watch the Who's Talk, Look Who's Talking movies and stuff? I've seen bits and pieces of them over the years, but what? probably not the whole... Oh, everybody. Shamir. Future fucking podcast. You, have you ever seen the first one? Maybe many, many years Okay, ago. everyone, I mean, future podcast, because this, it's a series. At least you got to watch the first... there's three of them, aren't there? There might be more afterwards, but the three main three, the main three that have John Travolta, John, John Travolta. Travolta, and Kirstie Alley in them. Mm-hmm. Um, you had the first one where the baby, and then the second one with the more baby, and then the third the, one. With yeah, the there's dog. a sister. The right? third the one has a dog. One. Yeah, the second one, it, the first one's just the one baby. The second one introduces the baby, Roseanne, and then the set third one. Oh my one, god! <laughs> I know. And then the third one uh, uh, is a dog. Um, the, can the dog talk? Not to people. To dogs, but it's just we hear the dog talking to other dogs in that movie. Yeah, like we could hear the babies talking to other babies. Seems kind of stupid. Wasn't it kind of stupid that babies could talk to babies? Oh yeah, I mean the whole concept is just fucking. Here's <laughs> Lee's judgment. Judgment, everybody. Just everything has to make sense and be super, unless it's artsy and like kind of like mind fucky. Then it doesn't have to make sense. 
<laughs> but if it's a comedy or a romance, that piece of shit better be fucking physics tight. <laughs> <laughs> it needs to make logical sense. <laughs> Unless you fucking just murder the baby, then I'm I'm on board. I'm on board if you murder the baby out of nowhere. No, but you can make a joke about it. <laughs> okay. <be> funny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's not that kind of... I'll, this is not that kind of movie, and nor is that. Yeah. But I can't wait. I I thought for sure you had seen those movies because those movies have I mean, Bruce I'm Willis sure as the baby. I've seen the first one. The first one's in like from the nineties to the eighties. It's so. It's just like a, a era movie. I mean, I, rem- I know that they were they were on. They're always on. <laughs> My mom loved them, so I remember seeing them, and I just loved them even as a kid. I always loved. Uh, I almost kind of forgot. Uh, John Travolta were in those movies because mm, yeah. those movies weren't failures. So I mean, he was in those successful series. Yeah. Maybe the third one was probably not as popular as the first two. Did that come up? Did that come out before Pulp Fiction? The first two, yeah. Because mm. the Pulp Fiction didn't come out till the late nineties, right? No, nineteen ninety four. Nineteen ninety four. Well, maybe the first one. Definitely the first one because I think the first one came out late eighties oh, so or super Travolta early nineties. We'll find that the- out. In the future podcast about that movie, but well, yeah, I guess Travolta was on the path of reviving his career. Yeah, like he was hitting both fronts. Um, nice. But we'll save talking about that movie because that's awesome that you haven't seen that. Great. Uh, I always remember that it was sad watching her over the years because I had a mom that watched Oprah. She was always on Oprah and just watching her struggle with her weight over the years mm. and the fact that we even knew. Like that was she. She was yeah, an actress very during, public about it. Well, not even just public about it, but th- she was an actress during Hollywood's era of like it was okay for all those tabloids to just like look how fat this actress. Oh is yeah. Gotten. Like yeah. nowadays, there's no way they those tabloids could do what they did to Christy Alley or any actress or no. actor, but mostly <laughs> actresses of those eras. Not at all. Like I mean, one one re- issue I think one blame probably she was ballooning up and down is because. People were taking pictures of her and looking at her, like, look how fat she got. Because she was so skinny and pretty, mm-hmm. you had that persona, and then, like, you just put on a little bit, and they highlight it, and then you snowball, because you feel bad. And then, you yeah, obviously, she just... has her own issues and shit, and she's getting older, and it's like... But mm-hmm. I just always kind of felt bad, because it's always felt weird, just like, why do people care? Yeah, it's unfortunate. And then she was on one of those fat BH1 shows, and I was like, no. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I forget. This what... is where all the C actors gone. No, <laughs> their careers are dead. No. Unfortunately, yeah. Uh, also, like Tim Allen, she wasn't hated, um, but the plot was hated. Yeah, I guess they probably, people liked the professionalism of them. They were just like those two people who showed up. They did their thing. They were they they were who they were supposed to be in those movies. That's Christy Alley and that's Tim Allen. Yeah, you know, it's kind of you know, it's interesting that you know they were both the stars of like these two really popular sitcoms, and that like this movie feels like. Almost like the pilot of a new sitcom. Yeah, I know. It could almost or like transi- a few episodes of like a sh- show. Like it'd be kind together. of funny. Like the when you mentioned it, like uh, the ending. Like oh, is it, are they setting up a second one? It'd be kind of funny if they were almost trying to set up a show. Like they I Tim Allen and Christy Alley moving next. Show. I could see, too see them moving next door, buying that land next door to the Amish family, and like <laughs> they're making a farm, and like just whatever. But. The movie was not successful, as we'll find out. I figured that. Uh, now, for the second cast, like this movie has a big cast because my movies do, but it's a lot of just shuffle background people. Uh, but I recognize a lot of these people. Yeah, I think the I think you will. That's why, as I name people, 
just point out if, uh, if what they, they've been in and yeah, because yeah. you know that way better than I do. And oh, of course I do. Matters I'm sorry. more to you. Um, well, yeah, it just matters more. To you. I just, I just like don't care. Except <laughs> for the main characters, I care about main characters, but it's like once it gets past the main, I'm like, no. Um, okay, so J O Sanders, who played Samuel Samuel Yoder. Okay, so people I know this guy. People know J O Sanders from uh, Angel. Remember the movie Angels in the Outfield? Yes, he plays the like the announcer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, one thing I remember him the most from, though, which most people probably don't, is he played Ziggy on Roseanne for three episodes. He was Ziggy, <laughs> their friend from high school that would come into town sometimes, being okay. crazy and wild. Um, I remember him from that. That was just I loved him. That I loved that show and just that era when he would show up on the show randomly was the good er- Roseanne era, mm-hmm. um, up to the point where uh, Dan loses his bike shop. I should never done yeah, that. He Dan. was, but he's one of those actors. Like you, if you watched any sort of '90s movie, I'm yes. sure he'll probably pop up somewhere. Yeah, and um, even in the 2000s. Yeah, he's also in. Uh, <laughs> he was in Green Lantern for a minute. <laughs> oh, sad. I thought but, it was a big part. Uh, that movie was sad. Oh, rude. Um. Then you got Michael Lerner as Phil Clemen. Okay, Michael Lerner. Uh. He. Yeah. Again, another actor who's been in a bunch of uh like movie who was in a bunch of movies in the 90s uh i guess you would probably know him best as the mayor of new york in the 1998 godzilla movie okay now yeah yeah mayor ebert i've seen him in a bunch of things he always plays that he always plays like a shitty crime boss or a shitty mayor or a lawyer or a lawyer a lot of lawyers kind of shady shady slimy he's a slime ball Uh uh-huh because he ta- he's a New Yorker in Manhattan slimeball who protects, like, Wall Street people. Yeah, we uh, we saw his brother uh, in one of my movies recently, Exorcist 3. He played the 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 guy who was uh, in charge of the hospital who was, like, yelling oh, at George C. Scott. Oh, that's funny. Doesn't, they don't look alike his at all. His name is Ken Lerner. Yeah, they don't look alike at all. Um, You think they would a little bit. Uh, <laughs> Wayne Knight, Bob Latchman. Well... Lockman. We all know Wayne Knight. You know. Uh <laughs> sorry. We all know <laughs> Wayne Knight mostly as uh Newman. Oh yeah. Seinfeld. Newman, Jurassic Park. Yes, he Dennis He always Nedry. plays a buffling doofus. A bumbling, but, yeah. Bumbling, but like kinda evil about it. Yeah, he's a <laughs> he's always trying to get away with things that's led people to die or like their lives right he's always scheming he's always yeah he's like always he's not a lovable like goofball not at all he's just a bubbling yeah even like newman is kind of a is kind of a scheming i didn't even watch that show but i know that yeah i know newman i didn't even watch Uh, seinfeld but yeah he's not really in this movie a lot but he's kind of playing like that character basically yeah it's is it's exactly what he is this slime little fat ball uh larry miller IRS Inspector Derek uh, Lester. Larry Miller is a classic sort of comedy movie actor. Uh, let's see. What would you know him from? The bald guy? Yeah. I know him from... Uh, what's that uh, movie with... Uh, shit. Ten Things I Hate About You. Oh, yeah. He's, he plays... He's the uh, dad. The dad who won't, who won't let his daughters... I know uh, some daughters. actors in movies. There you go. I ain't the dumb stoop. Well, yeah, too he's, much. He's pretty easily recognizable. 
Yeah. Um, and he's, I mean, he's, he's looked like that forever. Yeah, he's funny. I like Larry Miller a I lot. would be... I would... Honestly, I probably have seen him in older movies, but I wouldn't recognize him without hair. Or with hair. <laughs> I don't think he's ever... Yeah, I think he's probably always been he's, bald. I feel like there's probably some movie when he was like an actor when he was like 19 and 20 or early career when he had hair, but then like none of those movies are remembered <laughs> and <laughs> everyone <laughs> just remembers when he's bald because that's when his career that's, hit or that's something. his signature look. His character um, is awful in this movie. I know. He's a real... He's so random and he's just... It's like yeah. why, like you, they wanted because it's like this movie needed a villain, so they wanted, but the villain is like of, yeah. the villain just needed to be like the government coming after them. They don't need really. All we needed to see was them interacting in the Amish world. The, I kind of learned this a little bit from um, some t- some TikToks I've been watching, re- reading, like uh, watching recently on like hmm. uh, writers, like professional writers who give like tips, and he was talking about like sometimes like you put too many. Uh, villains and villains don't aren't, aren't always just like a person. Sometimes it's an environment or it's what right. into an a movie. antagonistic antagonist. Antagonist. Yeah. Better. Smarter. Um, this had, he, he had two antagonists or three. You had the government, you had the individual IRS people, and then you had yeah. the, the fact that they're thrust in this Amish lifestyle. Right, and the, I think that's all you needed. The idea of them getting like caught or something. Yeah, all you needed was like maybe like uh, you could have Found had both those actors still, but the IRS agents just needed to be doing what they were doing, which was investigating, being that government force that's kind of there, but not like yeah. it's not a big deal. And then just the main thing is the Amish lifestyle. That's what I liked about the movie is whenever it's like them doing things. I liked watching Tim Allen interacting with the horse. I liked yeah. Christy Alley interacting with the Amish people. That was wholesome and fun. But then just when, like, Tim Allen's almost shot for know, some was, random reason in 3D like, with, like, a stupid CGI bullet. They're like, and even the the other yeah, IRS like agents. pre-Matrix like, effects. Yeah, the IRS agent, the other IRS, IRS agents, like, dude, what are you doing? Like, he's like, yeah. he has a gun. He's like, it was a phone. And he's like, well, maybe this will prevent him from doing future fraud tax fraud in the, in the from now on it's no he's like, oh. no he's like uh like oh that, that could be a felony he's like so is tax evasion or whatever yeah so yeah it's just like and, and why do you even like, have a big gun obviously they, you're a crazy they, person they hinted at it earlier his wife had recently cheated on him and that's why he was probably going crazy he wanted to prove his manhood and it's like you're just an irs agent like you don't Still, do what you do. Like this is like no, he wouldn't go this crazy. Yeah, I know. Honestly. He would have been arrested. Like you kept saying throughout the whole movie. Every time you saw him, you're like, he's not arrested yet. He's like, <laughs> he's a criminal. Yeah, um, yeah. I didn't like him either. His his whole like thing that cutting him, most of that stuff out would have made the movie like thirty yeah, minutes shorter. This movie like it, it ends and it it doesn't show us like bloopers really. It shows us. Deleted scenes. Deleted scenes. And then and like it has a, a mid, continuation. Uh, a, like a mid credit scene. Yeah, to continue Pretty it a little Marvel. bit. I think like they needed to cut out like most of the New York scenes. Yeah, like, we that didn't went need on a, a lot of that. Long. Mm-hmm. We needed just a bit of it and like the chase and then like them out of New York and like fleeing. And then Amish lands. That's it. Because like, yeah, this movie's two hours long. It does not it's need to be two hours too long. long. It needs to be an hour and a half. That's the sweet spot for a rom com. Yeah. Um, and comedy in general. Or an action movie or yeah. Yeah, and even an action movie can sometimes go two hours if it's like long big battles or something. Yeah. But yeah, definitely yeah. this is like we didn't need that this party scene <laughs> in the beginning just so awkward and just not funny. 
It, it took awful. forever, and it's just setting up. It was just to set up the later joke of like, oh, look who's the judge going to judge him. It's the judge who doesn't like him. <laughs> and it's like, that like, That didn't pay off. Who cared? No one gave a fuck. It could have just been, you could have You could have done that still and just skipped most of it. Like, I don't know. There was a lot. Like you commented, this was like a show. This movie was like four episodes of a show. Yeah, like just strung together. Like you could tell like this was written. The beginning's the pilot and it gets better as the show episodes go on. (laughs) Yeah, it just, it just, yeah, it has the structure of a, of a sitcom episode. Yeah, the first, the, the, the first season ends with like them, like almost like them thinking they're leaving. And then the season two starts with like, Hey, guess what? We bought a piece of property next to you. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like the season finale. Yeah. It's like, it would have been, it's crazy. Would have been a little better. Not crazy. Um, now you got the other IRS agent we already mentioned, uh, field agent Frank Hall. He's played by, by played by Miguel A. Nunez. Oh, uh, Miguel A. Nunez Jr. You would know him for um, Joanna Man. Joanna Man. That's the movie I know. <laughs> Anybody? <laughs> like, please, I hope people remember that movie. I remember that movie. <laughs> yes, I like that movie. Yeah, he's also in one of my uh, another one of like my favorite movies. Uh, this movie called Return of the Living Dead uh, plays one of the like punks in that movie. He's a uh, yeah, he's oh, really good in that movie. That movie's I've fun. Seen that movie like on AMC back when I was a kid, I like was like I couldn't stop watching it. And I was like, this is weird. The movie's great. Yeah, I love that movie. Ends with like you're just like, oh, it's pretty depressing <laughs> for a movie that's supposed to be kind of like a comedy. <laughs> I know, right? Comedy, but like, is it? It's really the weird. Zom- the zombies funny. are, you know, treated seriously. Yeah, I didn't think it was very funny. <laughs> um, yeah. Then you have the these are gonna start getting into the characters where you're probably like, mm, I know him from something. Uh, Megan Cavanaugh. 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 Yeah, she played Lavinia Yoder. Lavinia. Oh, that was J. O. Sanders' wife. Uh, I yeah. think I recognized oh, yeah, her from. A league of their own. She's in a lot of little things. She was that. She's always just like, like that white lady. Who's just like, oh, kind of mousy. Oh, oh goodness. Yeah. She's a soccer mom. Oh. <laughs> um. Then you have John Piper Ferguson, who played Henry Lap. Oh, is he the 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 guy who's trying to marry J. O. Sanders' daughter? Everybody, this is why Lee is pivotal to this podcast because I don't remember these characters. I mean, I remember the characters once he said, like I've seen them and I see it, but I cannot place the names. Of like, I'm like, who the fuck was fucking Henry Lap? And then he's like, yeah, wasn't that the son? Yeah, that is him. Okay. Um, <laughs> then you got Carrie Preston who played Rebecca Yoder. I remember that's the daughter. Yes, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, you got Ethan Phillips who played Jerry. Oh, he was the like the weird the sleazy like insurance agent that uh they were doing oh, like that yes, land deal. Oh, yes, 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 that's hilarious. I love that. The way they kept saying like the Amish. And we I love know, doing deals with the Amish. And uh speaking of Star Trek, he was also on one of the uh, star various Star Trek shows. Yeah, and uh, that, uh, uh Star man. Trek Voyager. You were another Star Trek guest. Which and sucks. <laughs> I guess that one isn't a great one to remember. <laughs> I was about to say, like, oh, Lee's remembering all these great things. Oh, that one's not great to remember. <laughs> no, that show was, no, it was bad. <laughs> that was one of my favorite, more favorite scenes because I like it, like, these two sleazeballs who, like, just take advantage of the Amish in yeah. town. And then Tim Allen's just like, okay, buddies. <laughs> it's one of my favorite quotes. Uh, we'll, 
I'll say it later. He's the real sleazeball. He knows he, Wall Street. He knows how to work them. The Amish Wall are making Street. him less of a sleazeball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, then you have Bobby Stegert, who plays Samuel Yoder Jr. Uh, that was probably just one of the kids. Oh yeah. Um, then you got Michael and Garnigo. Our and and Garnigo. Lee, let's get your help because okay, I'm going to butcher these names and people are going to be mad. Where where is he? Michael uh, Angarano. Okay, I guess no one can say it. <laughs> um, he played Sammy Yoder, the other child. Uh, then you have Marla Maples, Cynthia. She played the little kid. I oh, think that's a little Marla kid. Maples. Okay. Yeah, Marla, you just said Marla Maples, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that she was... Donald Trump's second wife. I could be very wrong about that. Well, she was four in this movie. Oh, and then, wow. So stupid. <laughs> or like very young in this movie, so I don't think so. But we'll see everybody. I thought she was like one of the people in the village or something. Oh, wait, no, you might be right. Oh, wasn't she just one of? Uh, oh, she was one of um, Christy Alley's friends. friends. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes more sense. Marla Maples is sounded like a little kid's name to me. She was married to nineteen ninety three to nineteen ninety nine. So she was married to him during this movie. Oh God, ah, that's hilarious. That was her claim, probably her claim to fame. Well, goddamnly, almost thought you were wrong, and you were right. Oh yeah, because right underneath, I got it confused because right underneath is Kathleen Moore, who's Anya, Anna. Yoder. Oh, the little Durka, girl. Durka. Yeah. That makes much more fucking sense to me. Marla um, Maples. Wow. Of course it's Yoder. Uh, but that's hilarious. That's a little, that's fucking ties in well. Man, I didn't even know. That's hilarious. Everyone, if just a little, the elephant in the room. Yo, Trump just lost. We're happy. If you don't like that, you don't have to listen to this podcast. But if you don't yeah. care, you can still listen. We don't care. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know, religious freedom and like, um, uh, uh, Democrats. Um, Democracy in general. Back into this stupid podcast. The production company of this uh, movie, which is the reason why this movie failed, uh, <laughs> is The Bubble Factory. They, uh, the, the last film, yeah. Yeah, th this is the studio, the mm -hmm. production company, the studio. Uh, the last movie they did, which was in 2018, was called. Uh, uh, Half Magic. I never even heard of most of the films they did. This was one Magic. of the only movies I had heard they did. They had a deal in the 90s with Universal, mm -hmm. which was to make movies with about a $30 million budget mm -hmm. uh, and pump them out, which was why we got oh, yeah. uh, richer, for or richer or Poorer or For Poorer and Mikhail Navy. Mikhail's Navy. And there's another one that he did and in They 97. all bombed, right? Yes, all three of those movies were just... No one remembers them. Uh, and the, and right after the, in ninety seven, the same year all three of those movies came out, uh, is the same year Universal ended their partnership with them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's when they restructured as an independent company, and they've made movies throughout the years, but all nothing. Not with really. a major studio. No major studio that could distribute them. No one. I didn't see anything that like stood out. There could be something good, but nothing that I had remembered. This movie was distributed by Universal, like I said. Um, this movie came out 
uh, December 12th, 1997. Not even a Christmas release could save this movie, it seems like. Let's see. Oh, 1997? Guess what movie came out this year? Well, you would know, yes. What came out? Titanic. Oh, okay. No one's... That was smashing. Everyone didn't want to go... They want... It was the biggest movie of all time You want to go point. see the one of the greatest romance like couples on screen, or do you want to go see two kind of older actors like get their paycheck? Um... <laughs> Cause yeah, that's when uh, yeah, that's when Titanic came out, like cri- like around Christmas time of ninety seven. Oh yeah, no one's then yeah that that's the reason. Every it movie that year was probably like destroyed Fuck. everything. Um, that's why this movie cost thirty five million dollars and its box office was thirty two point seven. <laughs> Just sad. Wait, what was the budget again? Thirty five million. That sweet that sweet spot that Universal liked. Um. Yeah. And you feel it in this movie, but you're also like, where'd the most of the budget go? Probably Christy Alley and fucking the Tim two Allen. Leads, yeah. Uh, this movie was nominated for worst on-screen couple by the Stinkers Bad Movie Awards. Stinkers Bad. But movie. lost to John Claude Van Damme and Dennis Rodman for double team. Oh god, uh, that was a funny <laughs> fact that I that was on the Wikipedia and I saw in the end. A double team is a fun movie. I have no, I don't even know double team. I guess you'll have to show it to it's me one pretty day. Pretty goofy movie. <laughs> Maybe you'll show it to me one day. If we ever do like I don't know, like bad movie episodes or something. <laughs> of course. I thought you said it was a good movie. Um, well, yeah, I said it was a fun movie. This movie has a lot. You can just see the like kind of the directors just not the greatest director. This movie had a lot of like just it's errors. Flat. Uh, you can see blonde streaks coming and going from Christy Alley's hair in certain oh, scenes. Oh wow! Yeah. Uh, when negotiating with the real estate a- real estate agents, it's raining when they go, and then the next scene it isn't, and then there's no evidence it's raining when they go outside. Oh yeah, yeah, um, a lot of continuity errors. Uh, and the chasing with Brad, you can see the cameraman's shadows all along Tim Allen's oh, back. Oh shit! I was like paying attention. I was like, oh man, you really can't. It's just because those are errors that it's like if it's in a TV show, people don't really care that much, right? Or you just. You, well, I mean, there's not as many don't scenes. See mistakes like that. Yeah, yeah, I will actually, yeah, because there's it's less easier scenes. to control. Yeah, yeah, and you would just refilm it easier if it's so a whole movie was, or like this director was. We can't probably, redo that whole chase scene. We can't just keep shutting down New York. You know how expensive it is. <laughs> yeah, so I'm. Yeah, this director was probably a little overwhelmed. And, yeah, overwhelmed. I think because that chase scene was just so like it was big for this movie and kind of out of place. And it wasn't like exciting. or very well. No, it wasn't because it was just ridiculous. Like, why are they shooting at him? And it's like, and then the police are mostly just chasing the IRS agents. I don't think they were even chasing the cab guy. Yeah, exactly. It's like, okay, well, that bald guy with Larry Miller gets arrested. The guy right? who's just shooting in the middle of Times Square. Thank God it's pre 9 11. Others, they shot him a thousand times. <laughs> yeah. Um, or shot his partner, who was everybody black. Yeah, it was um, Miguel Nunez Jr. Which was kind of funny that he, like, they like sh- almost shot somebody. Like you can definitely not do that in today's movies. Like make a joke out about it. Like you yeah, almost shot yeah. him. Like whoa. Yeah, this is this, a lot of this wouldn't fly today. Yeah, definitely not. It's, uh, a, a lot of this movie. This movie had a lot of like that typical '90s racism. Like in the beginning, <laughs> when he was like he was pitching like this like religious like Disneyland for people to like p- uh, uh, yeah. build like amusement park. And it was, uh, they were like, oh, for our Jewish guests, we have the Torah, Torah, Torah ride. And then for our Japanese guests, we have the Torah, 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 Torah. Just that that uh, that Tim Allen voice. It's like, Jesus Christ. That's pretty funny and stupid. (laughs) It's so messed up. 
Um, and another feeling I always get with these kind of movies is it's so weird seeing the twa- the towers in pre nine eleven movies. You're always just like, oh, they're always such a f- uh, uh, a reminder, a reminder, and always such like a a big thing in nineties movies. You always had the sweeping shot of the twa- or the towers. 80s. Because it was a big, they were a big part of the landscape. It's so mm-hmm. weird how much the landscape of and New York changed. This is also things. post. And they had uh, the new Freedom Tower, but this is also post uh, the 1993 uh, World World Trade Center bombing too. Remember, it was bombed in 1993. Yeah, so this would have been after. This is after that, but yeah. pre 9/11. So yeah, yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So we knew about. And that some was of also it. conducted by terrorists. Yeah. Too. But it was like so. It was a lot less, obviously, and like it was. They forgot. I think they forgot it by then. <laughs> yeah, that they point. were just joking around, driving around New York, shooting guns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this um, movie. This movie had a lot of smoking in it. Very typical of nineties. Yeah. Movie. Just, just. Con- I think that was mostly Christie Alley was like, I need to be smoking constantly, <laughs> so make my character smoke constantly. That was her stipulation. <laughs> Yeah, and then it's also the joke in the second half of the movie is like, "Oh, she can't smoke. She's crazy." And it's like, right? Yeah. It's like, oh well. But then she gets over it. <clears throat> yeah, she then then she doesn't need to smoke because she has love and not so much stress and passion. She likes cleaning the house. <laughs> well, it's not that she likes cleaning the house. She gets her passion back for when she uh, does that fashion show. Oh right. She likes yeah. making clothes for people. That's what they got back. The cleaning the, uh, the make. Cleaning the house showed her like she didn't know how to do anything. She couldn't run a household. Mm. Like she couldn't make any food. She couldn't clean. She couldn't sew. It was just like demoralizing when like all these women were doing this stuff all day long. And she's just like, fuck, what was I doing all day long before? I was like eating luncheons and talking shit about people and and smoking cigarettes. Yeah. And spending money like mad. And now look at me poor as fuck in an Amish house. I'd really like some of that money I spent on those stupid dresses all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yes, obvious is also had a lot of sexism. Like one of the deleted scenes, which I think they deleted because even in the nineties they were like, no, was the scene with uh, all the Amish women were like washing the men's feet. Oh yeah. She, like, breaks his toe. <laughs> right. Yeah. That is really fucked up. He's like, we finally found something you're good yeah. at. I was like, what? <laughs> that was hilarious. I was like, Jesus, man. That's why even that was in. It was still in the movie technically, but it's at the. They still showed it. The end scene. Weirdly enough. And that that was what you meant by like all the. I thought they were bloopers at first, but yeah, they were all just. They were either scenes with like added uh, dialogue to it, or it was all new scenes. Deleted they, scenes. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was kind of like random. This movie I feel like was probably going to be like two and a half hours or something. I, and this was before like DVD like special features. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you just put the deleted scenes. I in think the end. DVDs didn't come along till like nineteen ninety eight. Even 99? if there might have been DVDs around now, this movie wasn't going to get one. <laughs> and it still would have been even if it didn't. Like it's, I still don't think they did like special features. Well, I mean, shit. I always remember seeing like the cover of this movie in the video store. Yeah. This was a video store movie for sure. Definitely. God, VHSs. Blockbuster. Um, Hollywood video. Uh, hopefully movie theaters survive. God. And they're not just like in 10 years we talk about movie theaters like we talk about uh, about video, video store. stores. No, please don't. I, don't, well, I think we'll at least always have Pickford. Everyone that's our local theater. If you're local, people go see movies whenever it's open. We're trying mm-hmm. to see the do the drive-in experience, but they just keep showing sh- stupid like Child kid movies, kid so I'm movies. like, I'm not gonna go see Coco. Ooh. Um, 
No, Coco, I mean, I'm not booing at Coco. Coco is a fine film. No, but I just, I don't need to go sit in my car and watch Coco. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't seem like a great. Yeah, no. And I'm no, probably going to have to I spend wouldn't. what, like, they're probably like, it's fifteen ninety nine. No, it's I, like, oh, no, no I'll do it to do support you if it's a movie I actually kind of want to see. <laughs> yeah. Um, this movie, uh, last week I didn't have many good qu- quotes from it because it's, Michael Myers. There's a lot of, (laughs) 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 Um, but this movie, I had some quotes and it was kind of funny. There was a moment when Lee pointed out a quote, but it was like, that should be your quote, Lee, because that didn't resonate with me at all. (laughs) I don't even remember what it was. I think it only resonated with you because he like referenced like a book and you were like, Oh no, he said like Davy Crockett. You do remember it. You fucking liar. I knew you did. I don't remember the full line, but he referenced Davy Crockett and it was annoying. He's I reference it because it like liar. irritated me. It was the first line that really like ah. <laughs> That's why it was a quote for the you. The dialogue is gonna be like this. Ugh. That's why that was why I wanted to be a quote because you hated. It. I don't pick quotes because I hate them. <laughs> no, because no, I I don't know. No, I didn't say it was gonna be the quote of the episode. No, but just but even just in quotes in general, <laughs> I don't pick quotes because it's like oh I hate that quote. <laughs> I only pick quotes I like. That's why it's hard for me to pick quotes from your movies. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, you should be sorry, everybody, even though everyone probably likes your movies better. Um, <laughs> Maybe. But yes, yeah, so let's get into these. Uh, well, we already did one. And for our Japanese guests, we have Tora, 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 which was hella racist. Oh, um, yeah. This one was funny. I can do ugly. I did you for eight years. Fifty hmm. fifty. Uh, mm-hmm. We don't own any of this shit. All we have is debt. I'd gladly spit that with you. It's like that's such typical, like in the nineties, like joke. Like yeah. everyone's on debt. We're all ri- like the nineties was like we're all getting so rich, but it's all fake. <laughs> like, yeah. And then we all learned in the early two thousands, it really was fake. <laughs> yep. Um. That bastard. That bitch. When they both thought they were the ones who cut each other off when they couldn't get money, the kid to their money. <laughs> um, when it's not my name on those return slips, Sluggo. That's when Newman's being a good old slime ball. <laughs> uh, yeah. He had a gun. He had a phone. Well, hopefully this will dissuade future tax fraud. <laughs> like that scene is, is like even the black guy was like, what? That was when that guy's lost respect for him because at first he was like, "You're a legend within the uh, the agency," yeah. and then like once he did that, he was like, "You're just a crazy person." Maybe there was a reason why you were on like like desk duty for a minute. <laughs> um, I have cow poop on me. That was the quote right after the quote Lee thought I like, and like Lee, I I remember when I said that Lee was like, "That's the quote." <laughs> quote of the episode, maybe <laughs> you just because it's obviously just you had poop on quote. me. I have cow poop on me, and Lee was just like, "Uh, <laughs> I just love that donkey." <laughs> <laughs> After he's like, um, he's in a general store of Amish people, and he just is like, "You ass!" He's like, <laughs> yeah, he's yelling at his lawyer, and he calls him like an ass or something. Yeah. And he's like, and he turns at him, he's like, "Oh." Oh yeah, I'm talking about that donkey. I love my donkey. He's <laughs> just like, all right, you stupid. <laughs> all the Amish people look at him in disgust. Uh, uh, good food, good God, let's eat. <laughs> That's it, Tim Allen's prayer for the food. Uh, 
Good morning, corn child. <laughs> I like that. When the little <laughs> girl who immediately like becomes obsessed with uh, Christy Alley's yeah. character. She calls her uh, like a children of the corn. Yeah, she call- yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's a little corn child to her. She grows around to her eventually and calls her yeah. as cute as, sun- as a sunrise. Or as pretty as a sunrise. Uh, Mr. Fancy Desk. What an asshole. <laughs> that was with the lawyer and the fucking... Uh, IRS agent because he's just a fucking dork. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, I hate rich people. That's always like the joke, too, is the IRS agent hates rich people. Right. Because he's always going after him. It's like, eh. there's even a little bit of that in uh, Wolf of Wall Street. It's always the the thing. And it's probably true a little bit. Like, that's what they do all day is go after rich people trying to fraud, do fraud shit. Yeah. Um, trying to steal all of our money. Yeah. Yeah, first we take your off your off. Oh yeah, this is one. Of my, this is my favorite quote of the movie. Uh, first we, it's probably. I don't think this will be the title, but it's my favorite quote. First we can take your offer, wrap it up in a little ball, and shove it up your ass. <laughs> That's when he's talking <laughs> to the slime ball uh, yeah. real estate agents, and Millets. their face is like the comical, like zoom in, like sitcom, like do. Yeah, it's... the Amish guy said that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then when the lawyer uh, sees Tim Allen for the first time, Mr. Lincoln. <laughs> oh, right, because of his beard. I thought that was kind of funny. He kind of looked like how he sort of looked in the Santa Claus. A little bit. Tim Allen grows a good beard. I mean, I don't think the Santa Claus beards are all completely real, but like the initial beards are probably real. Yeah. He can grow a full one. He's got that full face beard. I wish I had. Um, now, we're, okay, we're going to enter this, we're entering the last phase of this podcast, and I got some questions for Lee. Uh-oh. Lee, what do you think of Tim Allen and Christy Alley? Like, in general, or yeah, just like, in this movie? Yeah, in general, just, and in this movie, and in general, just like, are you fans uh, of them? Okay, well. And I know you've already said it a little bit over the podcast, but, well, and mostly, like, yeah, your what's your take on them in this movie? In this movie, I, I mean, I guess they have. No, no. Yeah, give your no. honest opinion. No, they don't have. They don't have good chemistry in this movie. They, the thing that really annoyed me about like the early part of this movie, and actually like pretty much most of the movie in general, hmm. is that they're just like constantly bickering with each other. That was the '90s like uh, motif of sitcoms. It's like, yeah, exactly. It's just like, oh, what, what insults are they gonna hurl at each other this episode? Um, and it's just like scene after scene of just like them yelling at each other, and it. I was just like, I don't like these characters. Honestly, you really hate yelling when it's just like. It's supposed to be funny because they hate each other right now, but like that's okay. It just goes on and on. That's and how on. you get a sitcom to keep going. But yeah, I get. But ya. this is a movie, and like it just yeah, like I said, it really does feel like nine or f- like because an entire the, season yeah, of an episode of a season or of a, yeah, an entire season of a a sitcom condensed into one film. Yeah, that trope works in a television show because over an entire series of a show, yeah, they're going to bicker a lot, but then you're going to see the sweet moment where like, oh, her mother dies and he takes care of them or their birthdays and all that. But when it's condensed down into a movie, it's just like uh, an hour, 45 minutes of them doing that and then the end 15 minutes is like the one happy moment. Them getting like, yeah, them reconciling. You're supposed to experience like 10 times over a season. 
Yeah, they re- yeah they immediately and reconcile. Balances out the bickering. Yeah, it's just uh, yeah because Christy Alley was hating on Tim Allen for a lot longer than he was hating on her in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was holding. So it the grudge. took her longer. Yeah, they were still they were just constantly bickering with each other, and it just it, it just it. it annoyed me a little bit. Um, but I guess uh, Tim Allen and Kirstie Alley in general. I mean, you know, I grew up watching a lot of Tim Allen movies and TV shows. Obviously, he's Buzz Lightyear, of course. Um, and you liked? Uh, I watched Home Improvement. Yeah, you watched it occasionally. You like Galaxy Quest? I love Galaxy Quest. Galaxy Quest is like a hidden gem. I think I, I don't think it was a failure, but it's it's still kind of a hidden gem. It's it's sort of garnered. Uh, a bigger audience. It's over almost the years. like a like a pop star. People thought it was something else from the trailers. They're like, "Oh, yeah. this is gonna be a dumb Tim Allen movie," and it's like, "No, it's actually like, it's really, really smart, g- yeah. clever." We'll we'll talk about that. It's a maybe. great a uh, great Star Trek parody. It is. That's why it's good, and it's like the background of it a little bit too, like after the show, or what was going. On. Yeah, what that. was going on during the show that the cast like kind of hated each other. It's yeah, sort of based off of. Um, the experiences of the original R. I. P. series. Um, Snape, or uh, what's that actor's oh, name? Oh, Alan Rickman. Alan yeah. Rickman. He was amazing in that movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's probably my favorite part of that movie, he's actually. He's really good in that movie. Goddamn. He's yeah, great. He never takes that makeup off the entire time. Because he's hilarious. Yeah, yeah and, and it's just getting it's just getting eroded. His hair's poking out of it eventually. And yeah, like, when, yeah. That movie's, yeah. That movie's great. You know, it's... it's that's surprising, like, some serious moments, too. Like when they're mm-hmm. all choking to death, like and yeah, Tim, it's serious. And Tim Allen's just like, let him go, like, it's and like, they all die, and then he's like, has to go back in time, and it's like, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's that a movie's good surprising. Movie. Very good movie. We can talk about it because we won't watch it in the future because we both have seen We've it and like already seen it, <laughs> and we both actually agree on it. Yeah, we actually like it, so it won't be a bad movie. Or you know, we won't have like a difference of an opinion on it. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that's a good movie, and. Kirstie Alley, you know, I guess I didn't really grow up with her as much. I mean, I just always remember Your mom her. wasn't a big fan of her? No, I'm sure my my parents watched Cheers. But I mostly remember her from Star Trek Two. That's mostly where and I... And that's just like one movie, right? Yeah. She wasn't in it's the... so random that she was in a Star Trek movie. That was her, like, film debut. Oh, really? Yeah, but it was like she was on Cheers at the time. Oh, she was? Yeah. Okay, I didn't so know it was that her first back. like feature film role. I think she left Cheers at that point. Okay, I didn't know it was that far back. 1982. Damn. Um. All right, so we got your thoughts on those. All right, next question, and this one's gonna be a little harder for your answer. Mm. What was your favorite part of this movie? Oh man. Ugh. <sighs> this is a hard hitting question, everyone. <laughs> He's got to dig deep for it. <sighs> my favorite scene not saying or it doesn't even just have the scene part character scene well theme. I guess uh, if you remember I was just like I started just like cracking up at a certain point after the scene where they like discovered that the the Amish couple that they're staying with yeah. Joe Sanders yeah and his wife um, when they discover that Tim Allen and Kirstie Alley are having problems and that they're ready to like split up from each other oh yeah yeah, and they have to like talk to them <laughs> they decide like to fucking like talk to them and intervene and try to Give them help them talks. reconcile 
I, I just remember, like, for some reason, I just found it so funny that they, like, took this so seriously. That they were sent... <laughs> oh, yeah, because they... Oh yeah, when you the, when they you heard the I remember yeah yeah you started laughing when they heard the fighting mm-hmm. and then he was like they were sent to us by God yeah it's just like oh my. like oh my goodness <laughs> it's, just, it's just so corny These Amish people are taking it upon themselves to save this couple and it's just like uh, J O Sanders' uh, commitment to this role because I think everybody knew it was just and that was probably trash. the moment they found out that they were not the Amish people they said they were. What? That was probably the moment that they found out the Am- they weren't the Amish people they said they were because they were. She was yelling like, right, "I yeah. am not Emma." Yeah, they yeah. could hear everything. Yeah, I was wondering, like, wait, so they didn't hear that part? No, th- I think that's else? why they said he said like God sent but, them. But like to at us. the end, like they get oh mad at them slightly. I think it's because maybe they didn't know they were uh, running from the cops. <laughs> yeah, and that's what Amish do back. to like. Yeah, like because Amish come, are nice people. Well, they don't take them And back, it's a movie. They forgive them. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's your favorite part? That was like your favorite like scenes? It's just the only part that I just remember having some sort of real reaction to. Okay, Ben, this one will be much easier for you to answer. What was your most hated part? I think I almost sort of discussed it already. Just all the scenes of the bickering. Basically the movie. I didn't hate the And movie. the bickering. Okay, you hated the bickering the most, which is... A Most lot of, of the, the movie, movie, which is hilarious. That makes sense, though. And I just, uh, I just, I didn't like the sit- the sitcom tone of it. You know, yeah, you're just, not you you don't hate sitcoms, but I'm a much that's bigger not sitcom the kind of comedy I'm into anymore. I love sitcoms, and I always will. I used to like sitcom. I mean, obviously, we grew up with sitcoms. But even then, I feel but like I, I watched o- more. But I sort of gotten over them. Yeah, I feel like I watched more sitcoms than you even did. Oh, yeah, you definitely have. I watched them all. Roseanne, Nanny, uh, Everybody Loves Raymond, Yes, Dear. I hated uh, Yes, Dear. I liked Yes, Dear. So that one was an underrated one. But there, but that's, again, that kind of goes into your taste a little bit. That, that show is wholesome. That's yeah, what I didn't all- like about it. Lee just hates anything happening, and, th- and that's another that leads good into this last question I have for Lee. What is your twisted version of this movie? What is this? How does this movie Whoa. become a movie Lee likes? Hmm. Where does this movie? Same actors, same overall plot, but like, what do they change that makes it the dark, twisted nightmare that Lee likes? The dark, twisted nightmare. Well, I don't know. I feel like... Or even funnier. What you would think is a funnier comedy movie. I guess it doesn't always have to be dark and twisted. I know you don't always love it. But how is this... Well, definitely... What is twi- your twisted version Definitely of this? cut the runtime, obviously. Yeah. Hour I think we and both half, agree on that. Maybe even like... Hour 20, maybe. No, I think that's too short for movies. I don't think so. It's 80, I hate movies that are 80 short. 80 minutes? Short. No. I hate that. It's, if it's funny enough and it just gets in and out, like I think it could work. But okay, I fine. guess it's your twisted version. So, an so hour okay. twenty, hour twenty, maybe hour twenty-five. <laughs> um, but uh, I guess you can make it more sort of. I almost like just make it like more faster paced. This movie felt really lethargic. I it think he was cut. going for that. Yeah, it did, and like because and, and that's why it conflicted. In the beginning, it was more like 
New York. And then it's like, I think they kind of settle like, oh, we're being Amish. But like, it's, yeah, yeah, like we're on the farm. But I don't know. I think the biggest thing is get a better director. Somebody who's more experienced. More I mean, experience. I understand, like. Or someone who has no experience but only wants to direct movies and has no TV experience, at least. Yeah. So it's like he only has, like, the film knowledge he has from his. Like he directed days. like one independent movie. That yeah, no one but he wants to do movies, so he hasn't. He doesn't have like a history of doing film or like sh- yeah, TV shows he wants yet. To break into the studio system. Yeah, this guy already done a bunch of TV shows, and it shows. Like it just has that flat. TV and even the producers and stuff. Um, but yeah, just like just tighten the pace up. Just make the ban. I guess make that banter a little bit more snappy and not just. Just them just fucking insulting each other the whole time. I guess what they were going for was uh like the comedies from like the thirties with like uh, uh what's his name? Cary Grant and his good Friday. and Yeah, put, I mean yeah, that, his good those, Friday. All three of those movies were like flashbacks to older times a little bit, but like modern takes on them. A little bit, yeah. But like it just But it's like even in the nineties people were like, no. And it's like these characters are like aren't likable they just hate each other <laughs> until the end they I and mean, i think that's why they were voted worst couple on camera or were nominated at least yeah because they just don't they didn't really have proper chemistry i they're not the greatest chemistry but i i liked i i liked them this movie has maybe it's nostalgia a bit um it's fine i've liked a lot of my movies just Mostly because of this, not mostly, but partly because of nostalgia. Yeah, I mean the fact that you wa- you've watched literally Michael my uh, the Halloween movie probably seventy four thousand times, and you're still <laughs> watch like, it a lot. Every single time you watch it, you're still like, wow. <laughs> it's like, I like okay, it. I really love it. Okay, well I love this movie. No, I like this movie. Um, okay. I. Disagree with everything you said. No, I was kidding. I agree with a lot of you said, except for maybe we disagree with a little bit about the running time. We both think it's too long, but I don't think it's too short either. Um, I want to see. I want to see that romance. I want to see the. <laughs> I want to see those scenes. Okay. I want those cut. Uh, I give this movie for my rating. I give this movie definitely a seven, for good old wholesome fun. Uh, wholesome, wholesome fun. fun. Uh, this is a good movie to watch on a nice cozy night. Or uh, it's when it's raining and you got like nothing else, and you're like, "What should we watch?" And you're like, "What's this movie?" Let's For just put richer it on. or poorer, you know, light up a joint with your significant other or your friend or by yourself, and just pop this movie on, get some snackos, and I don't know. It's just I feel like a cozy, like it's just a cozy little wholesome movie. You don't got to be like. There's never gonna be a moment where you're like, "My heart is pounding," I'm terrified, or just I'm so stressed out. Yeah, but like, then you get nothing though. But you don't. No, you get relaxation. You get to just watch things happen, and you get to sometimes go, <laughs> and you, and then you get to go, aw. I okay. Sometimes you need that lead. Not that, every single time. I the, get it. Yes. I don't think this, you do. Are you? Are and which you is what I'm trying thoughts? to show you more and more, and I'll get it through to you eventually. That wholesome is good. Hey, I liked. Hotel Transylvania. Okay. You can like some of my movies, but it doesn't mean my idea is getting through to your head. I feel like I'm taking away. I feel like I'm changing my opinion a little. I'm adapting my opinion a little more better 
with your movies and you're still shutting yourself off. I'm not my stuff. shutting myself. I just off. think it's just. I think it's always so funny how you judge my movies and then you don't judge your movies from this by the same standards. Because Sometimes. like my movie. Oh, because my movies are what better, uh, more s- are different. smarter, different. Uh, everyone, he's a pretentious Harvard grad <laughs> douchebag. That's whatever. Lee is a Chad. No, he's a Kevin. Lee's a good old Kevin. Kevin Lee. <laughs> Lee's Kevin Lee. There you go. Got him. <laughs> Got him. Twisted him. Lee just lost the game, and so did all of you. Oh, no. <laughs> Bringing that back. Yes, I am. And it never goes anywhere. That's the thing. We're always playing the game. Just whenever you we're just fr- lost it. I lost it seconds before. <laughs> <laughs> That's the game. Everyone knows the game. I don't know how to explain to you the game. I hope not. Uh, Lee, let's get your rating, though. What's your rating? I'm, I'm sure it's it's nine, right? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> um Yeah. I was just kinda like numb during this movie, honestly. Lee was like in a fetal position watching this movie, most of the movie. Yeah, it was really yeah. I almost kind of fell asleep That's watching why, it. Yeah. It was kind of uh it was just, it was pretty just yeah, it was boring. Um I like I said, I would have Tried to make the pace a little tighter, make the jokes a little snappier. Um, it just, yeah, and it felt like several scripts of a sitcom strung together and condensed <laughs> into one movie. And it's a, it just, uh, yeah, I barely laughed through this whole thing. I didn't really have any emotions during this whole experience. I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a four out of ten. Higher than what I gave Halloween. That's good. That's good. Now it's another movie you can go on. Your IMBD is probably like, what is what is he watching these movies recently for? <laughs> it's just like a weird cocktail is being mixed into your like list. Yeah, I just watched a really uh, fucked up movie. I'm sure I'll have to yet, watch it yesterday. <laughs> Some horrible thing off the watch in the future that I, uh, due to the reactions of this movie, I will be sleeping through. Um, <laughs> you can if you want. Well, Lee, with your rating, tell everyone what we're going to be watching next week. All right. How are we going to be continuing this Thanksgiving season since we started? <laughs> well, we started it off with Halloween, which is terrible, and now we <laughs> we continued it with for, for richer, richer or poor, which in your mind is terrible. So I guess. For the worst holiday in the year, Thanksgiving, we're doing well on the terrible movies for each other. All right. Well, how are we continuing it? This uh, this next film that I'm going to pick, um, I decided to go with something a little bit more modern, because um, the last few movies I've picked have been from like the the 90s, from the 70s, 80s. A lot of your movies are old. You know, yeah. Because I want you to watch some older films. But um, you want me to watch your old films? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but we're going with a movie that came out uh, last year. It's a it's a Netflix film. Uh, it's a film that I absolutely just like. I really fell in love with, actually. A lot of people surprisingly did. enough. It just yeah it it was so surprising how good this film was, and I actually yeah. I'm 
I can't wait to talk about it, actually. It got memed a lot, and I'm, I can't <laughs> wait to talk about that with you and talk about some of the oh, memes. Yeah. And I've show seen you some, some of the, of the TikToks memes for this and movie, stuff. but the, Adam, the film... Yeah, Adam the, Driver is the big meme da, 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 da. The film that I'm picking is Marriage Story. Yeah. From 2019. Big spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> it stars Adam Driver. <laughs> but yeah. That's my choice for next week. Um, I don't know if it's a Thanksgiving movie. No, <laughs> you d- it's just a modern movie. But yeah, I just wanted yeah wanted to go with something a little bit more. Guess it's a bit about family and Thanksgiving supposed to be more family. Yeah, there you go. That's why I had I picked this movie was because it was like a couple reconciling and getting back together and <laughs> yeah. becoming a family. And your movie was a family being murdered and torn apart. That's not what marriage story is about. Halloween. Well, it wasn't a family. It was Sheriff's daughter. <laughs> okay. His family's well, torn apart. I mean, marriage story is about a family splitting apart, too, but not in that way. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> you, you little grammar fuck. You'll have to teach me those ways. Um. Well, yeah, well, with everyone know, uh, knowing what we're gonna be watching next week, I think that's where we're gonna wrap this up. Uh, please rate, review, and share the podcast. It really helps us out. Uh, you know, everyone tells you it, and they tell you for a reason. It really it just helps out. Uh, it helps boost the it podcast immensely. Yeah, it helps boost the podcast. Um, yes. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode. We hope you, if you choose to watch the movie, we hope you enjoyed the movie. Or if you don't, leave comments about whether you enjoy it. Yeah, leave some comments about whether you've seen this movie, you've ever heard of it, what, did you like it, did you hate it, and whether if you're telling us to go fuck yourself or not going to watch it. <laughs> um, you can listen to this movie or this podcast if well, you're obviously listening to it, but if you for future podcasts, if you're listening on a source you don't really like, for future reference, you can always listen to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Podbean. Um, follow our Instagram and our TikTok. The li- episodes will always be linked there, and we'll always post in kind of these highlight videos, kind of evolving to, into like interesting facts, factoids that we don't talk about in the podcast about the movie. Um, yeah. Just a little extra detail, you know, TikTok stars, we're not we're not cute girls dancing, but we're just a slightly above average blob <laughs> white men talking about things, so, you know. Talking about movies. Just as popular and interesting. Um, Hopefully. And so, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this week, and I hope you have a great week, and we'll see you next week. FDT. FTP. FTP.